Chit Chat Zion, the city of city when it comes to YouTube chat shows. Hello. Welcome, Joe. Welcome. I am thankful to be here. Another day. Whew. We're uh, going to hit hit home today and, and really get to the down to the nitty gritty of it and focus our, our chat on what it's like in today's secular society to be a Christian man. A Christian now is now compared to back in the days much more harder because now you've got a lot of things as a, as a man you expected to to be the, the man of the house be a breadwinner be a, a great provider for your family there's more expectation now than ever before to men um, and being a christian is in, in now's age, you know, you've got to be more resilient, you've got to be more <laughs> management, you know, you've got to perfect management, you know, at home and uh, and just, you know, be an influence wherever you go, you know, you know, when you, wherever God has placed you, whether it be at work, whether it be at, at school, that is your place of influence, you know. Yeah, and, and I think they're the two big parts, you know, yeah. being, being a Christian man, you've got to, first and foremost, you've got to be a Christian, yeah. you know, you've got to be active about that and yeah. being trying to influence people and trying to bring other people into the same relationship with Jesus that you've got yourself. Yeah. You know, that's that's the goal, that's the whole point of it really. Yeah. You know, that's what God wants us to do. You know? And I think and the other part is is like you said, you know, you've you've got to have that resilience. Yeah. You know, being being a Christian, you're you're the minority now. You know, you're the you're the outcast, you're the different person a little bit when it comes to society and, and the views of the world. With all of the the science and the technology and all of the political and cultural things that are impacting our world, you know, Christianity is being sort of nudged out of the way a little bit, so that all of these other things can can take hold. Yeah, but back in the days, I think there were there were more people Christian. Now it's you're like the odd man out, you know. Oh, that guy's the church boy. That's the guy who goes to church, you know. And uh, like they they say, and. I, I've re I, I remember hearing a man say, he said this, he said, you're not meant to fit in, you're meant to stand up. And that is what being a salt is, the salt stand up. When you eat food, it stands out, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, and the scripture in Matthew that says, you know, you, a light cannot be hidden under a bed because you're meant to, it stands out in the dark. And, uh, and uh, most of the time, we, because we're trying to be friends, we try to, we, we try to fit in, you know. As much as that is good, I'm not saying yeah, that you'd be a weirdo, wear suits and go, you just become a weirdo, you don't influence nobody. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's, it's that balance of, of, of fitting into the world that's around us yeah. and being able to make sure that we're not you know, alienating all yeah. of these other people. Yeah. But at the same time as you're trying to fit in with everyone, you're trying to stand out stand because you want them to see how much better life could be if they take on that relationship with Jesus that we've got. Um, and you know, fitting in and standing out at the same time is kind of upside down back to front from each other, isn't it? Yeah. But it's getting the, getting that balance is what is what we've got to do. And you know, the world's going to turn its back on you every now and then, and people are going to have a go at you. People are going to talk down to you. People are going to you know ostracise you for being you know church boy. And like what I do is whenever, and that's, this is why testimony is so good. You know, you talk to them about yeah. your story. That they come to a realization, hey, he's just a normal person like us, you know, he's not somebody that, you know, like when I share the people about my story, it makes them realize, man, he's just like me, 
But the only difference is I have a hope. And I say, hey, you know, I used to have anxiety. I used to have this and that. Yeah. But one thing that worked for me was having a relationship with Jesus. And when they, when, and, and that's, you know, because I think you can either say, hey, you're doing this wrong, you're doing that wrong, you're going to be a Christian like me, or either, or either the other problem, and people will resent you for that, you know, yeah. saying, oh, he's better than us, you know, or either saying, hey, or you can say it another way, hey, I know what you're going through, I've been through that, but this has worked for me, I'm just like you, I breathe the same as you, you know, you know, you know, and, and, yeah, it's it's not about telling people what's wrong. Yeah. It's it's about showing people what's right. Yeah. Showing people a better way uh, and an easier way. Yeah. And like I said before, a way that we can rely on that hope that we've got. You know, you don't want to be you know in a world without hope. Yeah. You know, just even thinking of that, it's it's a sad, miserable thought. It's like, yeah, well, without hope, good. What's the point? You know. If you don't have that, if you take that away from people, <laughs> what are we doing here? You know, you've got to have that. And for people to understand that we're, you know, a normal person. Yeah. You know, we're not some strange yeah. creature from another being. Yeah. We do the same, we experience yeah. the same things as what they do. Yeah. We just take it on in a different light because we've got that trust and hope. Yeah. And, and it's it's also you can tell people that, hey, you're Christian, you're a normal person, you know, it's you, you, you know, to be a Christian and be a normal, you know, be a normal person. You're, you're a normal person. And uh, when we, I think it, it always seems as, you know, to, to approach it in a way where you, where you, you, you say, hey, you know, it is okay. It's okay. I've been there. I've, I've, I've done that. And this is what has worked for me. Christ has been my, and not say, hey, you know, you did this wrong, you know, you should be like me. And you just distance yourself from people. Yeah. And, and it's like that, you know, not every single Christian person is someone who has grown up their whole life and gone to church every Sunday for their whole life from day to life. You know, not every Christian person is someone that still goes to church every Sunday. You know, people do the best they can with what they've got. And that's, and that's what it's about. But a Christian is, is separate from other people because we understand that the best we can from what we've got doesn't just include what we've got for ourselves now, it includes what we can get and what we have been given to us through Jesus Christ. You know, and it just makes everything so much better. You know, if you've got someone who's the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, above and beyond anything else, who can give you what you want, what you need when you need it, there's no need for that fear and doubt and panic in your life. You don't need to freak out because that opportunity hasn't come up yet because that person still isn't associating with you the way that you want them to do. That job hasn't come yet. Whatever it is, you can still sit there and go, it's all good. You know? yeah. there's, there's a plan that God has for me. You know? And we can trust in that plan and that it's all going to be alright because the bad stuff, the evil that was in the world has all been accounted for. So we don't have to freak out and worry about that bad stuff. We can focus on the joy and on the love that is still in the world. In the world. And, and it's that message of hope when people hear that, hey, even though this is going wrong, for me, I have a hope. And it's that hope that you can hold on to. The hope that Jesus is, is your protector. Jesus is what... That's the hope that we have. When without 
anything else. When people have no hope, they lose hope because to have faith, you've got to have hope. And yeah. faith is the substance of things hopeful. And the only thing is when you don't have anything else to hold on to, people either will crumble because... And that is why when, 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 when people don't believe in, in Jesus, there's no hope. Yeah. Because when something goes wrong, life is hopeless. And for us, the very thing that draws us, that when we're going through stuff, is we got the hope. Yeah, and isn't that such an, an awesome thing, you yes. know? Because you'll see people who will go and have something go wrong and have life crumble. And then you'll see someone else where life throws them a curveball. Something, something doesn't go right for them. And then they can take that on the gene and they can work through that and push through that yeah. and use their faith to get through something that is, is a tough time. Yeah. And, you know, being a Christian doesn't mean we don't have tough times. You know, stuff goes wrong oh, stuff all the time. Goes wrong all the time. I mean, I go for a football team who barely won a game in the last 10 years. I get upset every weekend. <laughs> I can't just go, God, come on, kick me a goal. You know, it's, it's something that everything doesn't always go perfectly. And I think that's what people think sometimes, that we live in this world where everything just fits perfectly into our plans and whatever we want, we get all the time. And they don't understand that that's not what it's like. You know, we might ask God to, to help us out to get through something else. Or, you know, we might ask for an opportunity or might ask for, for forgiveness or might ask for, you know, better patience. And, you know, it's not like God just taps us on the head and goes, yeah, yeah. done. You know, but he'll give us an opportunity to do that. Do that. And, and to grow yeah. through that experience. Yeah. And then that's the whole point. You've got to latch on to what we've got and find a way to grow through it yeah. and to grow closer in our relationship to Christ throughout all of these experiences. experiences. And, and it's a good what you mentioned because I believe it's the experiences that builds the character, that builds the patience, that builds the endurance. And I like what Paul said, it's like an athlete running a race. Yeah. And you know, you, you're aiming for the finish line. And you know, it's that endurance, you need endurance, you know, if you're running a 400 meter, it's that last 50, 100 meters that counts, you know? Yeah. And that endurance, that means if you're going to have endurance, you know, you have to be going through stuff to endure it. You can't say, oh Lord, you know, give me patience. And never be put in a position where you will have to experience and let allow the patience that God is wanting to build in you to be exercised. And yeah, I mean, when, when you're growing, you've got to push yourselves to the limit to, to yeah. grow. I mean, you know, if you're going to the gym and you want to, to build your muscle, lifting the lightest weight is not going to help. You know, you've got to get to the point where you are stretching and pushing yourself and pushing through that barrier to open up the next path. Yeah. You know, that's what it's like. And, and it's something that, that is huge. It seems so insignificant just to, to keep going. But it's something that's a lot harder for people to do if they don't have that hope yeah. and trust in, in Jesus Christ. You know, to keep going when something goes wrong, it's so easy to give up. You know, and life nowadays and society nowadays, they allow, they accept this, no, can't do it anymore attitude, you know? And you see it so often with, with young people, you know, I work in a, in a school, and I work in a non-Christian school, in a state school, and so being a Christian person definitely makes me that, you know, odd one out. Um, but you just... I quite enjoy every now and then just sitting and pushing a couple of buttons and 
throwing a couple of, this is what happened at church on Sunday, yeah. into, into the conversation just to see what happens. Yeah. Um, and every now and then, someone will bite and someone will, will come back at you and say, oh, yeah, but, you know, none of that really happened or, you know, that doesn't matter now, you know. Why, why do you need God to heal someone when you can go to the doctor and, yeah. and take some pills or, you know, go get surgery to fix that thing? Yeah. It's, you know, you're, you're, you're in the world and God has placed you in there and, you know, people are going to go against you, you know, different perspective, different upbringing, they, you know, oh, well, why do you do this? Why do you do that? Why do you do this? And, and for you being there and uh, showing them what love is, you know, and, and uh, you know, I remember I was in uni and there was this guy that came to me one day and he said, you're different from everyone else. I was so shocked because I wasn't doing anything so significant like, you know, <laughs> hey, everybody, let's come around. But people watch you and see you and they, they know when, when God is with you and when God is working in you, there's an awe about you. You go anywhere, people will tell you that, you know, even for me at work. You know, the people that will come to me and share stuff with me, they won't share with anybody else. Yeah. They say, now you're just the kind of guy we know. There's, there's something about you. And, and that's the thing, you know, you, to influence people, people watch everything you do. You don't even have to preach a good message mm. to, to let people know who you are. It's the small act of kindness. It's, hey, here's your lunch, you know. And, and people don't see that as often nowadays, yeah. which makes you stand out even more yeah. doing that one random thing and people sort of sit there and go, you know, why, why are they doing that? Yeah. Why is that person doing that? And, you know, it's as simple as saying, you know, why not? Why wouldn't you? Yeah. You know, um, you think about the world we live in and that little bit of extra light that you can put into someone else's life in a world that's filling so quickly with all of this darkness, you can do that one little thing that can change someone else's day yeah. dramatically. And that is good, and that's what I love about what we're doing, because media, as you can see, this is the way we reach people. And no matter where you are, you could, uh, you know, you can reach people anyway. I think the disciples would love to be in this time, because they can preach one message and just spread it to the whole world, you know? And not be stoned and or nailed up or yeah. anything like that. It's probably a bit of a victory for us compared to the older Christians. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Being able to sit there and go, yeah. Jesus is awesome, Christianity, you get around it, yeah. and then not have someone charging in here with the spears. <laughs> I think it makes life a little bit easier for us, doesn't it? Um, but, you know, that's the, that's the big difference for us. You know, we're standing out, we're fitting in yeah. so that we can stand, stand out. out. Right? And that's what's bringing people closer to Jesus, and that's what makes our life so much yeah. easier. Because we can do that, and we can do it for a reason. We've got a purpose to our life. Yeah. Which makes everything else fit in. Yeah. You know, everything else becomes so much easier when you've got that reason for it. You have something to live for. Awesome. Alright, so that's all we've got time for on today's episode. Chat Zion at YouTube. Subscribe to us so that you can see what's happening next time. Email us if you've got anything you want us to talk about, anything that you've got questions for us. Chat Zion mail at gmail.com. See you next time. See you next time.